Hey friends, you found Moms Meet World, the podcast, where our mission is to strengthen home and family. So every episode somehow connects to that. Um, if you're brand new, welcome. We're so happy to have you. And if you're long-term listeners, you know how we feel about you. We love you. So today we are going to be talking about not yelling in our homes. And I'm so happy to have my daughter, Christy with me, who is just been yelling at me for the last half hour. And I just finally got her to stop. I'm just, (laughs) she's not a yeller. And I really tried not to be a yeller too. Um, and my mom was not a yeller or my grandmother. So we do come from a long line of people trying not to yell, but Christy, come over here and scoot over next to your mommy. Get, Get over here. Um, this is a lovely girl who is married uh, for about nine, is it nine years, almost nine years and has two beautiful children. And one of them is four and one of them is 18 months. Okay. Um, so tell me Christy on an average day, are you ever tempted to, I mean, this is a dumb question, but I just want to hear you hear it from your own lips. Are you ever tempted to yell? Every day. (laughs) Every single day. And who, which mother isn't or dad? (laughs) I think, uh, you know, maybe I just have this in my head, but I think there are people maybe like your mom who just are sort of wired that way, naturally wired that way. They're just like these kind, sweet people that it's just not their natural impulse. And I am so not one of those people. (laughs) <laughs> I hear you, girlfriend. It was, I, I never it was tempting wa- for me too. Yeah. <laughs> but yet, but yet, can we honestly say, I'm guessing, but I think I'm right, mm-hmm. that you don't yell. I mean, yeah. hardly, maybe, maybe ever or hardly ever. Very rarely. In Very fact, rarely. so far, yeah, it's not something I typically do. I'm trying to think of any time I've ever done it. I only have a four-year-old and an 18-month-old yet. So, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to commit myself to anything. Right. No, totally. You don't want to be held They're accountable. Grow. Like, yeah. The things they can do and help will be capable of do are going to get worse. You're going to leave yourself that out. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's right. But if you, if you have a trouble thinking of any time you've ever yelled, you're doing pretty well. So the question is, how have you resisted that temptation? Uh, I think we should listen to you, actually, because you're the one with eight kids. Oh, so um, sweet. And I learned from you. Okay. I'll share what I, what I'm thinking of. And, but also I'd love to hear from you too, because you're in the trenches of it now. Um, maybe you're doing some of the things that I taught you. I don't know. You're nodding your head vigorously. Okay. Uh, the biggest thing for me was prayer and maybe that's true for you too. Yeah. She's nodding her head again. I just, that, that kind of cut to the heart of it for me. I would be super frustrated sometimes. I did have uh, many, many little children under the age of 12, maybe. I think I had six or seven in 12 years, six and 12. And then I had another, no, so six and 12, then another one, and then an adopted one. So yeah, it was a pretty full house. Um, but I, I just would sometimes go out on the porch. Like the, I love what, I love what Hank Smith, who is a really great podcaster, um, said about his mother-in-law. And he said that his mother-in-law said, sometimes Hank, you just have to go out on the porch and tell you, tell the Lord that you can't do it anymore. And then you go back in the house and do it some more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think prayer is really helpful. That's something that I read in your Mm -hmm. um, book manuscript when you sent it to me. I'm like, this is really useful. Okay, so buy that buy that book, guys. I'll tell you more about it later. It's going to be published probably in the fall. Um, anyway, go ahead. Because I I was struggling, and my kids aren't even that old yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I think it is really helpful because I've tried different things, but I I think it's it's interesting. Um, I think as a parent, sometimes it's hard not to be overwhelmed by emotions, frustration, just feeling like you're the only one there, and 
um, I think prayer can be really, really helpful in those moments. Um, well, I mean, if you think about like other situations, um, one thing I always found interesting is that ever since I learned about it is that, um, trying to connect with a higher power, um, is one of the foundational parts of Alcoholics Anonymous. That is really interesting. Um, and that that can be a really, really valuable thing for a lot of people. And I think in those situations where we do, um, just feel overwhelmed, um, prayer is really, really valuable. But I think with parenting, it's especially nice because if your kids see you pray, sometimes I'll pray out loud. <laughs> I'll be like, Heavenly Father, please help me to be calm and help me not to, not to get so mad and to feel better. Then my kids hear me say that. They hear me pray. And so that helps teach them in the moment when I'm stressed and overwhelmed and frustrated, I can pray to help me feel better. And so they're not, you know, you're not just doing it for you, but they get it too. And then they do it. Yeah. And so then they'll, they learn that. Um, That's really, really genius. I thought of that angle, even though I did that, I didn't really think, yeah, the kids mm -hmm. might go when they're frustrated. Maybe they'll go save It'll help them. Um, Singing a a hymn also helps me a lot. And because sometimes my kids will sing along too. And then they're really cute when they're singing. (laughs) Um, Forgiveness is in the air. I'm less mad than, (laughs) not entirely unmad, but like less. Right. right. (laughs) It softened the blow. Oh, that is cute. I am child of God. Yes, I really do like you. I still like you sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I am not, I'm not naturally good at this. I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm naturally bad at it actually. Oh, <laughs> but, that's so, um, that's so especially hour after hour, but I, I do, I have found prayers and hymns to be helpful. Yeah. What I like about mm-hmm. that is that, um, they chase away. I think the subtext of what you're saying is the, those two things, prayer and hymns chase away the bad feelings. If we can get really distill it down to very simplicity Mm -hmm. and they bring back the good feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want. We want that feeling of peace and love, not that feeling of contention and frustration. And as our, as your older brother and our oldest son would say, you don't want to have a heart of war. You want to have a heart of peace. Mm -hmm. And so even if like, have you ever been in a situation where you're just like acting the part? Like, yeah, that's great. No, look at that little thing you do. Oh, isn't that sweet? But inside you're furious kind of. So you want to be aligned. So you want to not just, and this is a higher level, but not just be nice to the children, but be nice because it's coming from a place of love. Mm -hmm. So filling up that gas tank with prayer and whatever people, you know, if you, if you guys listeners believe in the scriptures or maybe you've got some spiritual podcasts or whatever that constant nourishment is to the soul, really helps build up that or fill that gas tank so you can, cause it takes a lot of, a lot of gas to go mm-hmm. through the daily things with kids, mm-hmm. doesn't it? And also you're just not alone. I think that, um, one thing is when you're with kids, um, sometimes you're just the only one, you know, Amen. but it really connects you to someone who's there. I love that so much. I remember I also, you have a very busy husband and I had a super busy husband too. And I, when my kids were little and I 
would sometimes go outside and just for a little bit. And I'd say, Heavenly Father, do you see what I'm doing here? Do you see that I'm not yelling? Hey, angels up there, do you see this? Like you guys are there, right? Like you're watching me because I could be getting away with all kinds of yelling and meanness, not spanking. We don't believe in spanking, but you know that we could just all kinds of things. And, and we're trying to be patient and you're noticing, right? And I would, I would feel it. I could actually, not like a hug, but almost like there were angels gathered and yeah, they were like, yeah, we get it. You're, you're doing something really hard and we support you. Kind of makes me want to cry thinking about it because mm-hmm. there were so many times that were so hard. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. so sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably a lot of that. So. No, you were fantastic. Do you repent right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. You were pretty fabulous. You were all really wonderful. It's just that it's a hard job. Um, another mm-hmm. thing that's kind of given me some help, maybe this helped you too, is trying when I can, when I'm not too tired, too overwhelmed, to have empathy, to really think, yeah. you know, it's got to be hard to be a two-year-old mm-hmm. or four-year-old. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Like you're just this little tiny kid and you walk through life and you find out that something's wrong. Cause someone's like, don't do that. Don't touch that. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 stop. Yes. Cause they're trying to save your life. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And like, you're like, okay. Like, I'm like, you don't understand most of the rules and you don't even understand your own emotions. It's also totally. new. It's also overwhelming. You're tired. Um, it's, it's hard. It's and, so hard. Yeah, you're told a lot of things you're not supposed to do, but you don't fully understand Stand the reasons why, why not. Totally. Um, totally. You're just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I've, maybe I've said this to you before. I don't know if I've said it to one of your other many sisters, but, or brothers, but if it's like you, when you're a tiny little person, mm-hmm. you're sent a box of powers. So you have some little powers and you play with them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, yeah, you do overreact because you're playing with that emotion mm-hmm. of what will happen. And sometimes, yes, you're testing your parents and maybe you're not being as mm-hmm. kind to your baby brother or whatever as you could be. But it's not that you're an evil, vindictive, I'm going to steal this ball or toy from you. It's that you're trying to experiment. Like mm-hmm. what would happen if, like, how would this person react if, like, how do I use this magic wand as it were of power and you're wielding it and you're, but you, but you can't learn it if you don't experiment with it and practice with it. And I think it's our job as parents, right? To kind of help them learn to use that wand or that, that magic box of powers, whatever it is correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's challenging. I oh lo- yeah, absolutely. I love the show. Daniel Tiger. <laughs> do you want to speak? <laughs> Maybe to, too. Do you want to speak to da- Daniel Tiger guys? If you live in America, look that show up. It is good. I think mm. it does help kids with understanding their own emotions and processing them and yeah. The parents on there are like perfect. Like they're tigers, but they're like models. <laughs> like in that show, everything goes right, you know? The ideal tiger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does something wrong. Your parents yeah. like, well, let me model this perfect yeah. parenting for you. Um, yeah. Uh, it's Mr. Rogers in cartoon form, really, isn't it? It's his vision. It's his vision of yeah, being kind fun. and patient. Um, yeah. One of the things I love most about it is the songs. I've yeah. heard your daughter, we, we live two doors apart, mm-hmm. Christy and I, and your daughter's over here frequently and mm-hmm. she'll sometimes just sing, you know, or, or do a little chant. Like mm-hmm. when you are struggling, I can't remember. When more. you feel so mad yeah, that, that you, you want, want to roar, roar take a deep, deep breath and count to four. four. Yeah. Sometimes we do that with her too. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes and, I'll do that and I feel like completely yeah. ridiculous, Yeah. but like it does kind of help. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. I and never I'm outgrow like, that. I'd rather look yeah. ridiculous, right? Right yeah. Now, yeah. Then do something I would regret. You know exactly. That's, I think sometimes yeah. you do have to make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I think you're yeah, absolutely right. Be the one singing the song or yeah. doing the thing. Or, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it helps mm-hmm. all of us. There's a little, Madeline Langle said, the best thing about getting older is you get to keep all the ages you've ever been. Mm-hmm. And my little inner six-year-old that's having mm-hmm. a tantrum when something didn't go right, yeah. it, it mm-hmm. helps me to calm mm-hmm. down and, and think about that too. Yeah. Just take a deep breath, count, just relax. It's going to be okay. Um, I liked what you said about empathy though. Um, I, I, I just, I've read a lot of parenting books and a lot of it just boils down to that. It's like yeah. empathize with your kid, put yourself in their position and like yeah. try to be understanding and compassionate when they, their yeah. cookie broke and it's the world is over. Like it's a big deal when you're two, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. They need to get over it, but like, yeah. Empathize. You Empathize. Know? Just mm-hmm. be patient. And do you ever think about this too? I've, I remember when you guys were little, I, I was tempted because we're all tempted. We, uh, Christy and I both believe in God and there's a devil too. That's the opposite of that and likes to tempt people. So I've been tempted to label, you know, when somebody's really difficult day after day, one particular child, it might be easy. And maybe listeners use experience this to label one as, man, you are just one tough kid or you're, you know, why are you like this? Or come up with some labeling, maybe teasing name, but maybe not the best label. I really try to assiduously avoid that. If there's one thing I really really tried to do besides not yell was not not label because kids are constantly trying to figure out who they are right and if we label them well who would know better than their parents right so even if they don't totally understand themselves yet and can't make just make a decision about who they are they can listen to their parents and if their parents say you're kind of the black sheep or you're doing that that's a really heavy load to put on a child even if they're awful we want to try to label them as hopeful, like, Hey, you're getting better or you're growing in this area. Look for anything, mm-hmm. anything that's going right and try to maybe not pay so much attention to what's going wrong. Uh, any thoughts on that? Um, I'm grateful <laughs> that we didn't label you yes. <laughs> as anything but adorable and kind and lovely. Yeah. Look for those good labels. Good for, you know, tell them how good they are and how wonderful they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I want to be clear here. Um, I am not a perfect parent, which no, should be is. blindingly obvious, but yeah. like, but also like you weren't, I was not, um, I was not, this was not like, I I don't want to be sitting here being like, yes. And this is, this is Daniel Tiger where this is how yeah, we do it. That's all we it's do. All easy. And if you yeah. just do these three things, yeah, yeah. it'll all be roses and yeah. candy. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. And sometimes we truly blow it. And that was actually my next question. When we blow it, when we're not as patient, when we're not the very ideal Daniel Tiger mom, dad, we wanted to be, what do we do? Like, what do you do? I apologize. Yeah. I say, sorry. I'm like, Sophie, yeah. I got too frustrated. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And what does she, how does she react to that? Usually she's really sweet and she's like, she prays, she's forgets me. She's like, that's okay. Isn't that beautiful? But sometimes she'll, she'll open and she's like, yeah, you hurt my feelings. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. be too proud not to apologize. Yeah. I want to teach her that like when yes. you mess up, you do apologize, you know? Yes. So she'll have a good marriage in 30 years. <laughs> yes. That's a big part of marriage, isn't it? Being able to mm-hmm. say sorry. Yes. And I think you're modeling that for her really, really well. I, in fact, it, I guess I don't want to say we want to have times where we're really imperfect about it, but maybe we actually do want to be grateful for times when we really have gotten frustrated because it does give us a chance to apologize and we need to model apologizing. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, have you ever known someone that really didn't ever apologize? Like I've actually met people who that's, I've never heard them once say, sorry. Have you ever, do you know anybody like this? Maybe not. Um, 
<laughs> Let's name 10 names. Each. <laughs> I'm going to give you their email addresses <laughs> so you can demand an apology. But it's, it's, it's very uncomfortable because I think it's hard to have a, a, a strong relationship with someone who, you know, if you're apologizing right left, but they're not apologizing mm-hmm. for little things that might go wrong, it makes it harder. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's great that you're modeling that for your children and, and owning it. Um, so way to go. Way to go. I, I just want to say, I, I, I do want to clarify something. Um, like when my daughter, you know, does something she knows she's not supposed to do. Like I do put her in timeout. Like she does get consequences, but I want those consequences not to come from, I'm angry at you. And so I'm punishing you. Right. But instead from like, I think this punishment is the best thing for you to help you learn and grow. Like totally you're going to timeout because you were not in control of your emotions, not because I'm not in control of mine. I love that. There's an adult in the room. I Mm -hmm. love that. What about the role of structure? Does having some bit, not that it, you know, it's like a bridge, it's got to be flexible, but having something in place that you can play with. Does it help to have, I mean, do you feel like that's pretty obvious? I feel like you keep asking me these questions. Like you're interviewing me. Like I should probably be asking questions so that I can learn from you because I only have two children. You're so sweet, but you <laughs> are small. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. But I have noticed, I will say you are in the trenches that you, I've seen you set up, I guess it's a leading question. I'm leading the witness. Mm-hmm. I've seen you set up structures that I think help. And so, for example, we, uh, listeners, we have a lot of us and they come over a lot we have a lot of dinners together and there's, you know, eight kids and spouses and it's just a revolving door. It's like a little hotel over here, but, um, but it's really fun, but I have seen you say, okay, you'll look down at your phone and you'll go, "Mm, sorry guys, we got to go. Really? We need to go because it's my daughter's bedtime. Right. And my son's bedtime. And so you'll stick to that. And I, I thought, man, I, I admire that. I'm not sure that that was always my strength for sure. And it probably helps set them up more for success to have more structure so that maybe they're not going to be as grumpy and maybe not. I was grumpy on more sleep. I learned, I've learned that. (laughs) So I assume they also are less grumpy on more sleep. And I've learned that too. You've seen it go the other way. Yeah. 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 Totally. I think we all have. Totally. Are there other things I'm thinking of maybe charts or anything that you believe in that helps create structure so that they don't, you're not in a position where you might be tempted to yell. Oh, um, what do you think? Well, I'm just thinking of walking around your kitchen. I've seen charts where you have like things coming up. I think kids, when they're tiny, like you said, they don't always know. And they, they can freak out over things that you and I wouldn't freak out over, but Mm. knowing what's coming, I think is super helpful for a little tiny brain. Oh yeah. Um, one thing I do that it's been helpful with, um, Sophie is all sometimes you're like, okay, do you want to get out of the bath now or in two minutes without any fussing? Oh, that's a great um, one. And then it gives her the option and she'll, you know, she'll want the extra two minutes. Yeah. But then if she gets out of the bath without fussing, I'll be like, okay, great. But if she doesn't, if she fusses, then I'm yeah. like, okay, next time you won't get those two minutes. I'm just pulling you out. Ah, <laughs> and I so, love it. so to like, and that, and usually yeah. she'll do not always, yeah. you know, but yeah. kids love autonomy. They mm-hmm. love being able to be the one that makes the choice. I love that. Christy. I noticed too, especially, well, my last one was you know, a couple decades ago, that's weird. It's gone so fast, but I remember how much she loved. And I'm guessing you probably did too. You were further away than that. Um, being asked about what to do. 
So kids mm-hmm. often feel powerless. Yeah. But have you noticed that if you ask them, like, what mm-hmm. should we do? Or do you have any advice for me? Yeah. And a little four-year-old giving you advice. I mean, sometimes they have some really fantastic ideas. Mm-hmm. Or what should we do next? Or where should we go? What do you think? That's, that's such good. Yeah, I'm going to do that more. It just really builds their mm-hmm. self-esteem because they do operate in a world of, I don't really have a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they often are just have out of the mouths of babes. Mm-hmm. Or, or they'll say something really, really funny. <laughs> they'll say something hilarious and that'll make your day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So actually maybe let's close with that. We probably got to finish up here and get going. But, um, writing down one thing I've done with your kids is writing down some of the hilarious things that Sophie said. And there are pages worth. And I think that's a, I've done it with the other grandkids too. Keeping a little diary or a little um, Google doc with these different things people say, really fun to refer back to. I think that humor that they bring us breaks the tension, makes it more worth it, makes mm-hmm. you excited to be a parent, mm-hmm. um, makes them happier and you happier and sets you up again for success. Mm-hmm. So would you also recommend maybe just recounting those stories or writing them down or something? Oh, totally. Videos. Videos. We love watching videos back. My kids yeah. love to watch videos of themselves and each other. <laughs> That's a great idea that we can do that mm-hmm. wasn't as easy to do when you Jackson were little. Jackson will laugh hysterically at himself laughing hysterically on yeah. the video, like the same video of just him laughing. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. That is so cute. I'd like to close if it's okay with a story about you. Maybe I, you probably don't recall the story from when you were little, but you might recall call me telling you the story um, of you when you were small. So I love the story. So one time you and I had a little argument. You were probably four years old and I was kind of done and I didn't want to yell, but I also didn't really want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't know what had happened, but I was really really done. So I went in the other room, you were playing and they are in a play area. And I went into the kitchen and I remember just starting to do the dishes and taking a lot of Daniel Tiger breaths and just being kind of resentful. I remember thinking this was something wasn't fair. I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't fair. And so I'm looking out the window and doing the dishes and trying not to get mad. And a little while later, I hear something happening in the hallway. Like there's some kind of sound, rustling sound, a pulling sound. I thought, what is she doing out there? Okay. What's going on? And the next thing I know you're right behind me and you're tugging on my skirt and I turn around and there you are holding this very large picture. It was almost as tall as you were. You had somehow climbed up on the stairwell and you were just barely able to pull it off, but it was a a framed picture of Jesus Christ. And all you did was hold it up and show it to me. So I turned around for the dishes and you just put it in front of your face and showed it to me. And I kind of lost it. I thought, I knew what you were saying. You were saying, mom, you know, basically whatever it is you're mad at me about isn't more important than our mutual connection with the savior. And so I am just so grateful that you had that connection early on with Christ and that we, and that I think is one of the big things, right? That you and I both believe in is teaching our kids about the savior when they're small because it's really a, a protection for them, a place that they can go to. Like Daniel Tiger's counting to four they, and prayer. It's another mm-hmm. place they can go to that that connection and maybe that can help them with that box of powers. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really true. So you've, you've taught your kids pretty well, haven't you? The gospel about Christ and have those bedtime stories. and Yes, yes. Yeah. We definitely do scriptures and prayer and really try to teach us. Cause I think like, I don't know. I, I, I think like where you and I fighting, I was not always an easy teenager or you, you at were any age. Pretty easy. I think, I think, I think your memory has been kind. That could be true. 
That's, that's true. I definitely true. remember screaming, I hate you. And oh, wow. You ruined my life. <laughs> Maybe not directly at me. I don't oh, know. definitely but directly Really? Totally. Wow. Okay. But I also but time remember does then... soften memories. Time yes. does soften memories. I, oh, I have one I do remember, but go ahead. Go ahead. Please, please share. Should I share it? Yes. Oh, I'll never forget this one. This is one that didn't fade. Um, we were at some kind of a youth conference. I think it was EFY or something. This, if you remember it, this will make you laugh. And you were being a little bit of a sassy teenager. And I remember thinking, how can she be sassy? She's at a conference where she's learning to, you know, be so nice to people, be Christ-like or whatever. What is going on? And I was just frustrated with your sassiness. And I was driving you to a class and I pulled into a parking lot and I said, you know, I have to tell you, sweetheart, you're probably 14. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't think I ever talked this way to my mom. Of course I probably did, but I didn't remember. And I said, and you said, that's not true. I bet you were sassy to your mom when you were a teenager occasionally. And I said, uh-uh, I wasn't. And you said, yes, you were. And I said, how do you know this? You don't know this. And we got into a little back and forth. And I said, okay, we're going to call my mom. And I called my mom from the parking lot. Remember <laughs> I don't uh, the remember creamery on 9th? Me. Are you kidding was, me? I promise it was you. It was in front of the creamery on 9th in Provo, Utah. I, don't remember. I called my mom and I said, mom, did I ever yell at you? And because sweetly her memory had softened with time. She goes, oh, sweetheart, you were just such a wonderful daughter. And that's how I feel about you now. Like, <laughs> like I don't remember, but I'm sure I had sassy moments. Not, you know, I mean, you were relatively easy to raise no matter what. And I, my mom thinks I was, but whatever it was, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I'm just grateful that you were I think so just like, there were also just so many good moments. And I think that, yes, I think that millions, the gospel helped, you know, smooth over the frustrating moments too. And Amen. I bring people back together. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think we were frustrating, but we were also forgiving. <laughs> I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And every, all the love, all I those, think that's always been kind of a characteristic that, that we share, mm-hmm. that we love each other mm-hmm. and we love God and mm-hmm. the Savior. I completely agree, Christy. I can't tell you in closing how much I adore you. I know I tell you this, but yeah, I really, I love, you so much. I love you too. You're just one of the best things that ever happened to me. I mean, just really, truly just a gift from God as all of you kids are. Ah, I don't want to end on crying, but anyway, I love you you too. So much. Well, you raise my kids. They're hard. (laughs) Hey, I see hard kids. Your kids are not hard. (laughs) Don't tell me that. They're really hard for me. I only have two and it's like really hard. (laughs) Does it seem like it'll be harder with more or easier because I'll have more people to play with? Okay. So I totally think it's going to be harder, but I'm telling myself that it'll be easier, which yeah. in some ways, like it won't be a pandemic. Like, hopefully, like, I, I feel like that. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. well, yeah, there's nowhere to go. All like the that beginning would be of the really, pandemic, really hard. No parks, everything shut down. <laughs> I've got a four year old and yeah. a brand, brand new, new baby. baby. Yeah, and they don't entertain each other, and I have to entertain yeah. both of them all the time. That was hard, um, super hard. But, and so I'm hoping with the next one, it's like, well, I'll have. You know, two older, a little bit older kids. They can help can you play yeah. together. Yeah, I'm not pregnant, by the way. This is not that kind. Yeah, of this is not an announcement, <laughs> listeners. Don't send baby gifts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you are thinking about it, and so, or maybe yeah, not. I don't know. maybe not. I think we'd, we'd like to have more. But yeah, but whatever. yeah, I'm telling myself it's going to be easier. Yeah, it's good good way to set like yourself to lie to myself. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll yeah, have yeah, a baby. Yeah, totally. Well, I won't. I do want one. Yeah, I won't lie. There were times when you guys were incredibly self-entertaining. I do you remember those mornings on Saturdays. We'd say, mm-hmm. "Okay, everybody can come down for pancakes or whatever." As soon as you're done cleaning your room, mm-hmm. and you and your siblings would just not want to mm-hmm. clean, so you yeah. just play for like till eleven in the morning. Like, I mean, so you can. When I was little, it, I that gave me 
a lot of time. Wow, we're totally getting away with this. I'm sure you guys were downstairs being like, wow, we're totally getting away with this. (laughs) It was a win-win for everybody. So yay, more kids. Have another kid, (laughs) listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, let's close um, just by saying, let's see, that that we love our listeners and we love um, these topics. And we hope that uh, maybe there's a little bit of strengthening of home and family. Um, We are believe it or not, praying for all you guys. And thanks for your prayers for us and for this podcast. Uh, it's, it's just a joy and a blessing to be part of this. So, uh, we'll talk to you the next time on mom's meat world. Bye.